0: Hi there. Welcome to The Preventable, the podcast giving you a seat at the table with conversations about the intersection of alcohol, drugs, and mental health in everyday lives. Take a seat and join us. Welcome to The Preventable. With me today, and made possible, by the way, as always, by Hubbard, is Teran Rome. He is the executive director and founder of the Legacy Institute. Welcome. Thank you thanks for being here
1: no problem at all
0: so we met through one of our team members Courtney um, because he is you know all day every day he kind of pounds the pavement in community figuring out what are some new and exciting I'll say grassroots you could say community based kind of whatever you want to say What are some new things happening? What are some resources that are out there and how can we uplift those and how can we work together? So he passed me in the hallway and said, I got somebody for you. And so he introduced the two of us. So tell me a little bit more about the Legacy Institute.
1: Sure. Well, let's look at it like this. From something bad, always something good can come from that if you look at it properly. So we took a positive aspect of looking at the covid COVID came around, kids sitting at home, kids not learning. And when you, if you really got the passion and the heart for things, you think about it. Man, when I was their age, I never missed a whole year of school. Right. I never missed a whole opportunity, almost two years of being flexible to continue my learning process the way I was taught at first. So the flexibility of having to go about this, I knew it was going to be hard, especially for kids that – where some were deprived or didn't have the resources that other children might have, I was like, oh, man, that's the households that got eight kids and mm-hmm. there. How are they going to fight to get to a computer to do some work on a computer and, and do Zoom and, have, and concentrate on that at home with everybody else there? I if said,
0: they even have a computer correct. and then if they have the Internet.
1: Correct. Yeah. So, that, so that's why I, I kind of felt the passion to say that something needs to happen and something needs to happen fast. So we we I came about with some of my classmates from high school and I called them up and said, Hey, we need to come up with something that makes more sense, something that makes better sense and something that's something that we can create that can help build our community up from some of the tragedy that we're going through over this two year span. And that's how Legacy Institute was was first birthed. We went into it, we started doing it started doing research and start saying, what what could we do? So at first I didn't have the answers. I just right. knew You I were knew like, those, something, we got to right. do something. I knew it was a question. Mm. A question that still, a question with no solution is a question that never never comes to, never goes away. Mm, so true. So I thought about it, I said, okay. So I did some research and saw that uh, the African-American community was number 17. There are 17 ethnic groups in the United States. And, and we were number 17 on the list, which was totally last
0: number I, 17
1: in all the, all the ethnic groups in the united states oh. there's a, a, a research calendar you go to the library it kind of shows you that <clears throat> excuse me and when i saw that i said wow okay we're last let's okay now i'm a team sport type of person so i said i looked and found out who the, the the number one and two and three was and i said well let me do some research and see what are they doing that number 17 is not doing and that's how i came with the concept but though it's not I'm not a genius. I'm not a brain scientist. But I know if I look at last and I look at first, I know if from a 10 concept, if we're in last, we must find out how to compete with the first, the second, the third and on down. And so that's when we came up with looking at the concepts, the principles and what they were doing in home as well as in school and as well as their own homeschooling they had for their youth. That's what they were teaching them. So I said, we must try to come up with a concept as well of that. I saw that some of the ethnic groups were doing Saturday enrichment courses for their children. Right. And so I said, okay, well, that's something that we should consider doing as well. So we came up with enrichment courses to be taught on Saturdays because guess what? Everybody's not going to be the great athlete. Right. Everybody's not going to be the great musician Mm -hmm. or the great rapper or the great singer. So the things we see the most are the things we want to be. So that's why we had to open up the horizons as to what our youth could see and to how far they could go. Because guess what? Right now most kids are running around and if they all starting on the football team, they all had this aspiration that they're going pro. But like I say, only one percent of people goes pro, so now what do you do next? So that's where the that's where the exposure and the other opportunities had to come into effect. Mm. And so we looked at, though, we going to teach the principles such as, when I went to school, there were some things that I also missed, so I knew that it was most definitely needed. And I am a college-educated college guy. So we looked back and said, we must teach our youth money and credit. Yes. We must yes. not wait until they turn into their 20s in 30s or 40s or 50s to figure it out
0: well i was just having this conversation with a friend of mine the other day about the fact that there are things that are taught in school that maybe you don't ever use again and then there are things that you use every day that are not taught in schools and i'm a teacher like i'm not talking smack about the educational system they're basically just doing what the bigger powers that be tell them what to do but there are things like credit there are things like how to pay your bills how to keep a budget uh credit cards the what paying the minimum payment only does to your credit uh you know uh, how to take notes um Mm -hmm. how to keep yourself organized like Mm -hmm. those are things that are not taught in school in school Right. And what you're saying is what the Legacy Institute does. Some some of the things that y'all do mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. you teach those things that are currently not really taught in school, particularly around financial literacy.
1: Right. Wow. So think about it, if you're going I, if you and, and I kind of looked and said after I graduated from college, I still didn't know how money and credit work right there's a lot of grown-ups who still don't know how that stuff works so unless you really dig into it you might figure it out too late and then you're in a hole and I gotta work your way out of a hole that you should have never been in Uh so that's why we looked at though this is it's important for you to know now so they don't they don't make the mistakes and then they can go further because their mindset would be better than what mine was at that age
0: so talk to me about chess. How did chess come into play here?
1: Well, um, chess came into play because my dad taught me chess when I was 8 years old. Hmm. And I remember beating his friend and his friend would not leave the table. Until he played me another game, beat me. <laughs> he told my grandma. So he wasn't letting you win, you won fair and square. I won fair and square. He said, Oh no, you're not going nowhere. You're gonna play me again. I ain't leaving here until I beat you. So he did actually beat me the second game. We did have we never had a tiebreaker, but he did beat me. So I, I shook hands and took a one one. Uh
0: huh. So, mm-hmm,
1: uh uh-huh. but no, but the whole thing was I love and I, the the game of chess is so strategic. Yes is such a, a a mind builder and I never stopped using it and I saw, wow, look at here, look at how these pieces move, look at how I can attack, look at how I can make a good move, look at how I made a bad move, look at how, look at how somebody got me. So I said as though now I know good and well if all our schools taught chess to all our kids and they made that a requirement, mm. our community would be so much smarter and better.
0: Interesting. I don't disagree.
1: I don't know why they don't do it.
0: And so you are primarily focused on the Confluence footprint, right? Confluence Academy? Or is it a zip code or...
1: Well, no. No. We, uh, focus on any and everyone that would like to get their okay youth involved. Okay, that happens to be the building.
0: Ah, uh, so your site right. is Confluence. Correct.
1: Downtown. Okay. Okay. At three ten North Fifteenth Street.
0: Okay, and so how often you know are you able to utilize this building is it run kind of like an after school program it's a
1: saturday program
0: okay a sa- so this is this is all on saturdays mm-hmm. yes
1: we, we like to say because of that saturday
0: concept. enrichment exactly yes.
1: saturday enrichment is what they're doing so we must do it as well okay and so we do it um we, the next session starts february the 24th and we are going to be going for eight weeks and we will go from nine to two. We got free lap, free brunt, free breakfast and free lunch. Awesome! And they will get uh, courses taken all day, as well as the parents, mm. because see, that's another thing. The parents need some tool, tooling up, some some fine tuning as well, especially in certain topics and subjects as well. And also, we want to build family unity because if you learn how to play chess. Then, then also, the people in your family right. can it gives play you, chess yeah, together. It
0: gives you something fun to do exactly. on the weekends and I or tell whatever. tell them, you're
1: going to lose. Some of your babies going to leave town. <laughs> and then you can have at least a, a game a week or something, something that you all could do once a month maybe, something that can keep you all engaged, not just come to eat and talk and sit around.
0: So are you all, do you have staff Are is it volunteer run got, how uh, how do, are you a got, non-profit
1: we are a non okay okay we have uh, a board we have one to two maybe employees that work with us are you counting yourself yes I am okay
0: good okay
1: and now we got a couple of part-time people that participate we got a couple of interns cool okay but we are trying to expand that but our operation has been Small but yet uniquely ran properly.
0: Yes, and
1: that's the that's the key is that we because have. you
0: want to practice what you preach. If you're talking about financial stewardship, mm-hmm. you want to do that. <laughs> yeah,
1: correct. Yeah. Correct. And then also I, I meant to bring up so we have a we decided one of the things we found out about in doing the courses is that the kids gravitate to chess so much. Right, they can't wait till it's day chess time. It's time to go to chess. Time to go to chess. They all want to run and get to a board. So we have, we have caught their interest in something that they want to do. Right. And so now they do it well. And all our all our classes, all the kids have been taught well. Now we're doing a chess tournament that starts coming up uh, January the 27th. Saturday, January 27th. We're going to have rounds. So we, we, we build it up just like sports. We got, we got a league for 7 to 10, which is called Little League. We got a league called Junior Varsity, which is eleven to fourteen, and we have Varsity from fifteen to eighteen. But all we compete, and then it's uh, it's process eliminates you lose. You, and the next person goes to the round till we get to the third round, three week tournament, and the winners where we see cash prizes up to three hundred dollars for each each person. And we're gonna get to some tennis shoes also. Uh-huh. We're going to really make them feel good about what they're going to get from playing, from being a good chess player, not just a chess player, but a great chess player at some point.
0: Okay, so I have two questions about chess. So you said that you got involved as a young man. Is it also a little serendipitous that St. Louis is kind of a chess town? I mean, have you had support from the chess museum and things like that? Or is that something that is on your radar in the future?
1: Been on the radar. Okay, have not to made have not made that connection totally yet.
0: Yet, okay. But
1: I'm working towards that because we would love to get them totally involved and get them to be maybe come out and be some teachers or get or coach some teams as well because we're looking to expand it. Right now we have eight teams. We have Upward Bound, Matthew Dickey, Herbert Hoover. We have the Alphas going to participate. Mm. We have Cortney Ritter participating. We had Omega Squires participating. And we are and we also have the National Association of Black Engineers participate and, of course, cool. Legacy Institute yes. has teams there as well. Huh. So we are making sure that we collaborate with others to get their involvement and to get their youth participate as well so we can make it. Not this is not a one-time thing. It's going to happen three times a year where we're going to make chess just as important as we make sports. And again, everybody is not going to start on the football team. So where do we put these people at? We still need to put them somewhere and we still need to put football people somewhere else. Right. Everybody needs to get that 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 well rounded situation from what we're doing with the chess.
0: Do you all provide chess what's it called? Sets? Yes. mm, yes. Do you provide chess sets to the young people to practice at home?
1: Uh, not at home yet. Okay. Most of the parents have bought them some.
0: Cool. But, okay. But
1: they, we, bring all, we bring all the big boys to the actual facility to play at Legacy.
0: You know, this is a fun fact. Uh, so I attempted to learn chess when I was a young person, but I had really poor motivation. I just wanted to impress a guy that I had a crush on mm-hmm. who was really into chess. And I realized how hard it was. And I did not stick with it. And it kind of, and I know it's not too late, right? Like no, I know I know late. I can learn how to play yeah, chess, correct. but my nieces run circles around a lot of the adults. I mean, they, they like, they're good and there are chess clubs at a lot of schools. Mm-hmm. Do you find that there are as many opportunities for chess in, uh, St. Louis city in communities of color? Is that changing? Mm.
1: From my observation, uh, we have some that are participating in certain schools. Certain middle schools are teaching it. Certain high schools have it as well, but not enough. Got it. So you, you, I would say maybe from my observation, I'd say maybe only about maybe 20% are really doing it
0: mm-hmm.
1: compared to eighty, the other 80% need to be as well.
0: Yeah. What were you doing before you started a nonprofit? How'd you get into this? Well, um,
1: I had I had been in the entertainment business when I first got out of college, so I kind of knew how to pull events together. Okay, what
0: does that mean? You were like a like a um, PR person. What does that mean? Mm. Are you famous? And I didn't know uh,
1: it. Oh no, no, not, <laughs> not that at all. Not that at all. But I I um I was I actually brought on the first uh, black comedy show to UMSL. Really? Yes, in 1995, we huh. brought the first one. And also brought the first uh, black comedy show to Umso in 1995. I graduated from Umso. Okay. And then after I got after I got out, I went back, and I saw uh, I saw a void when I went to school that we didn't get, and I just I put it together and brought it there, and then we actually we went and traveled across the country. We we traveled to over twenty five. Um, cities of different, 25 different schools one semester huh. we traveled from Notre Dame to Mizzou to KU KU was the With biggest black comedy biggest yep yeah
0: mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm.
1: all across the country Huh. as far as Florida A&M so yes yeah, so I had I had a background of doing things like that and putting on expos and different events so that was something that I, I always had in the back of my heart, and concerts, and I did several concerts as well. And so, I, when this came, that's why this came about. I, and then I was doing real estate, mm. so I got into real estate, which was a little bit more boring than what I used to do. All the running <laughs> well, around. Well, I'll right, say, right, <laughs> compared to being in all the all the functions and doing all the big events. But I still had a passion for this as well. And but I found something out that in doing the past that I had. That passion did not allow nothing that was sustainable.
0: Mm. You
1: can do a couple of concerts. People forget about you. You did a good concert. There you go. But if you pull together something like Legacy Institute, something that when we are gone, it still continues, then that's something of sustainable things that I would like to be a part of. And
0: it's a purpose.
1: And it's a purpose. So that that gives the passion to it. Mm -hmm. That's why. um, So that's why I think that the. The background came from starting to always be somewhat of a producer, but wanted to produce more than things that 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 fell off. Right. You know, what can I do that would always be here and mm-hmm. the things that really matter? That's why. And I don't want. And then again, when I leave here, I don't want to be erased from ever coming here because that can <sighs> happen if you are not.
0: You really, want
1: a legacy, right? Want a legacy, and legacy starts from within.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so that's why that's another class we teach at hmm. legacy. We teach we teach Black history. We teach that to give the youth some confidence in themselves, some love for themselves, some feelings of where they can really go in life. They can go further in life if they really look at look at all the great things their ancestors have done. And so if they can see it, seeing as believing. If you never see it, sometimes kind of hard to vision how far you can go. Right. But when you can see your how far your people have went before you, and in, no matter what ethnic group it is, it's always good to show your kids how great you are and how great you can be. And then they would not only they would remember that. There's certain things I remember about being in grade school that sticks to me. And I wish more stuck to me as to what I needed, such as this, but I didn't get it. Mm. I did not get it, I'm not going to lie. I did not get it. So I'm just really want to make sure that we set a better blueprint so our kids can get um the history they need to know, because from my research, I saw that the the more fluent ethnic groups knew their history, they knew their history well. And so we make sure that we focus on making sure that they get the time. And then also, a lot of our kids that fight and with each other and getting these little shootings and different things in the community, they, they never had a black history course. They don't know nothing about black history. They don't know nothing about how great they could be. And, I, and, and so if the only way we could change that is to go back and show these little guys, well, these little girls, that, hey, look how great you are. You don't have to fight with each other. You don't have to hate each other. You' are supposed to love each other, and and the biggest thing to that is unification. If you can show people how to be unified, it's no, there's no, no for you. It's no path you couldn't make. Mm-hmm. It's no blueprint you couldn't get through. But you gotta be able to show better blueprints for our babies as well as our parents.
0: Right. Well, because a lot of times, as you well know, the parents are trying to figure it out too. Right? Oh, correct, And when correct. the parents are dealing with their trauma, and if they didn't learn this stuff, then you know how do wow, we how exactly. do we honestly expect them to teach their kids right. when right. they didn't right. learn it right. either?
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it hurts right. me because when I was raising my children, I didn't know some of these things, mm. and I and all I knew is I had to get them in some programs. I knew I how to get them in a how to keep their mind active and keep them around the right type of youth and the right type of parents that have the right type of youth. Because that's where you can make a difference. It's kind of hard. It's kind of good. Kids are, they're very peer pressured. Yeah. And so, and, and sometimes grownups are peer pressured, you know, you know in, oh, their own, yeah. in their own way. But oh, the whole thing yeah. is, but you got to be pressured in a, in a, in a positive environment. I want to be more positive, like the other person is, not more negative than the other person is. So that's that's what we have to. That's why we teach leadership courses also, because we have to teach our kids how our youth, not kids, our youth, how to be leaders, how to make good decisions, how not to be a follower, especially a follower of something that's not good. Mm-hmm. So leadership is very, very important when it comes to what we do. We must show our kids how to be leaders and not followers, and we can teach, and, and and as well as that. It's nothing that's very important that we learn from doing this is we learned about the other avenue the groups we're, were real strong on verbal confidence. Verbal confidence is so important.
0: Well, tell, tell me what you mean by that.
1: The debate. We teach oh, debate, debate courses. Oh, okay. yes. Elevator pitches, debate. We get them Not opportunity. Not yelling,
0: being assertive, right. having facts to support your case. Exactly. Being confident
1: conflict, when you're projecting. How to, resol- yep. how, how to resolute conflict. That's how, right. How to work through things and how to deal with it in in a calm state of mind Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so like you say we always teach the kids the one word when you think of anger the closest word to anger is danger danger that's right so when you think about one the other one's not far away that's right, and, that's and the, it's not
0: bad to get angry, right? Anger right, is a right, normal feeling, right, right. but it's what you do with that right. can, that can get you into there you go.
1: yep, there you go, into so, some
0: into some trouble.
1: There you go. So mm-hmm. that's why we focus on that debate also, because the debate gets that other will roundness that a person needs. If you can't, like like you said, you had a crush on somebody. I did the same thing, so I kind of laughed when you said that. <laughs> I, I, I never ever decided thought I was gonna join the debate team. But this, this young lady I had a crush on. Oh. I saw her one day. She said, "Yeah, I just joined the debate team." I said, "I'm joining it too."
0: That's positive peer pressure, you know right I'm there. <laughs> but
1: that's the good. You yes. know what I'm saying? So I, because of that, I went and joined. And guess what? I ended up going to state, and she didn't go to no state. No way. Yes, I ended up performing in front of the whole school my play in front of the whole school twice because I did so well.
0: No way. And so way. that was
1: it. Was so weird that that happened. But again, it was about I had a crush on somebody that was smart. Yep. And so that smart person made me do something else smart. Yep. So I will always tell people get you a smart mate. Yeah. Look for smart all, people to have crushes on.
0: That's it. It's, it, <laughs> like, and, it and it really, truthfully, uh, it's it's who you surround yourself with. Correct. Right? Correct. And that's whether that's the community that you're in, the. I mean, we talk a lot here about the importance of education, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's, 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 um, you know, we certainly talk a lot about recovery and people talk about choices they've made because they've fallen into, you know, a certain kind of crowd or whatever. And it's it's all about connection and it's connecting to the healthy things that are going to get you on a healthy path.
1: And we teach that as well. We teach them about say no to drugs. Mm -hmm. We tell them the, the importance of not going that route. We even explained to them, I, cause I can even know for myself. I have people that while I was in college with them were very smart, but they ended up taking a wrong path, and all the all the smart they had not get them away from the drugs once they got on it.
0: Yeah, once that disease and, that, and the brain fu- change
1: took over, it can be. They became a, a functional person, mm-hmm. but they needed that still. So I tell people, just because you get to college, don't mean you made it yet.
0: Oh right, your you know, prefrontal you, you, cortex is still growing, you still my friend. All
1: right, you still got to make yeah, good decisions because right. now you're freer to make bad decisions. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm so, that's so, and true. Bad decisions can make you can make you go alone. Path down, and you might not be to come back. So, yes, we do. We also, I I meant to tell you that we also teach don't say no to drugs and why it's important to say no to drugs because you might not come back. Yeah. Once you get there. And that's such a sad feeling. It
0: is a sad feeling. It's a sad feeling. How are you all funded? I mean, I know you're a nonprofit and I know you have a board. So, do you all put on fundraisers? Do you rely on donations? Are you grants? Talk to me about what you are currently and where you'd like to go.
1: Well, for the past two and a half years. Is this
0: the bane of your existence? It's hard, isn't it?
1: It's is so if fu- hard.
0: If funding is necessary to do the damn thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I've
1: been funding mainly about 70% of this out of my pocket.
0: Whoa.
1: And I've had, we had a couple a sponsors that gave us a donation. UMB Bank has consistently helped us.
0: Amazing! Shout out to UMB Bank,
1: and um, that's the one that consistently has helped us. Okay. You know okay. we had we have some other one uh, other people uh, that have helped us and gave us uh, donations. Okay. But we are still looking for the big play to get us where we can expand. That is really what we need. We I need to be more social and get to these extra people that we need to know because without that, we cannot grow. So How I many kids are you
0: serving out? currently?
1: 75.
0: And what is your goal?
1: Our goal is for this coming up is 150.
0: Okay, so you want to double.
1: I want to double. And we've been out in the public going to different seminars and different workshops and and doing booths at various events. So I've been picking up a lot more parents and also getting a lot more schools involved. So we're, we're picking up. I feel we, I know we would be over 100, but honestly... if But Nicole, you still need
0: the money to do yes, it. Yes, we
1: need the money. And uh, we need some people. We got some banks that say they want to participate now. They saw us a little more now. So at first, when I first came out, they was like, oh, you don't know what you're doing. Right. You know, we call us back, call us back. Now they're talking a little better to us. but
0: Well, because let's be honest. St. Louis is drowning in nonprofits.
1: Yes. And it's
0: really hard to differentiate yourself. Yes. It's really hard to when you're the executive director, you're doing the work, you're writing the grants, you're, you know, you're you're doing the Saturday events uh, where you're trying to get more families. Like, it's difficult. Yes. And while they teach grant writing 101, there's also some... Different hoops and people that you got to know right, and things right, like that, right. and if so more of that people uh-huh, got to know. Uh huh.
1: So no, 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 Nicole. I'm just so t- I, honestly a couple times I was, I wanted, I emotionally was just drained because it was coming out of my pocket. But right at this point, we are so close. I feel you that feel I would be, I would be wrong to pull out. And I feel uh, a passion that if I, if we don't do it as a group, nothing the changes would not be made. And i'm really going for change the same thing even desi if i would say like i said the the cost of milk was 79 cent and 85 now it's like three to four dollars but some are are upgrades in education or still that 70 79 cent milk Mm -hmm. so it's like how if if we got to expand the price of milk we need to expand the, the price of education and i don't know why we don't understand that and i don't know why it's it hasn't been an easy sale. I feel like we are a very unique uh, organization that's going to really really hit a lot of people. And I think we need it all over the country. But it just, it just takes time to get to the right people and the people to understand, hey, this is the change that we need. If we want to build generational wealth, if we want to educate our people, if we want to Stop some of the people making bad decisions. Let's make them. Let's help them to make better decisions.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. It's more than just saying don't do that. Right. It's also providing alternatives. Right.
1: Alternatives, right? That and are
0: beyond sports and music.
1: Correct. Correct.
0: And not it, to say anything bad about those. No, two, no, no, but no. Just,
1: but guess what? Think about it. If you think about sports. That we're teaching. We're going to be teaching the business of sports. The, uh, the business of sports can go a lot of ways. You can be a sports agent.
0: Mm-hmm. You can be a coach. Mm-hmm.
1: You can be a, you can be a, uh, you can physical be the, a the physical therapist, yep. right? Right. You can be the film guy.
0: Yep. You
1: can be, you can, you can also, you can do so many other things in the arena. When if you don't make it to the pros, correct. But these are things that are not taught directly. You kind of got to ease into the field instead of knowing about it. Uh, early on, same, thing, same way with music. You can be an AR person. You can be a publicity person. You can be a promotions person. You can be a director. There's so many things you can do in music. You know, Like I said, I used to be in music, so I know how the music business worked, but there's so many things I had to find out on the fly.
0: I'm such a nerd, and any kid in my life will attest to this, that I'm that person that's like, oh, did you know that there's a job for that? Did you know that You see that thing that you really like? Somebody made that. Like when I was a kid, I don't know about you, Tron, but my parents were great. You know, every parent, Mm -hmm, all parents are nuts, but my Mm -hmm. parents were fine. This isn't me talking bad about them, right? But my parents were not like helping me understand all of the jobs I could do. Mm -hmm. They, for me, it was like lawyer, doctor, nurse, teacher. Mm -hmm, Those mm -hmm. were kind of the buckets, Mm -hmm, right? mm As I went to college, I understood more about architect and engineer, but you still don't. I mean, those are like labels that isn't necessarily like all of the different things that are required Mm -hmm. to actually build a building. Right. Right. Or to get the permit to be able to build the building right? or to clear the plot of land. Right. to zone it to be able to get the you know what i'm saying like there are so many layers demolition Demolition, debris Mm, clearing like all of the trucks and the logistics and all of that
1: so many Uh, but i'm
0: the nerd i'm always like did you know there's a job for that like did you are you interested in that because you could do that correct because i think that if we don't in the absence of not knowing Mm -hmm. some kids will learn on their own and will have that I'll say gumption to mm-hmm. explore.
1: Mm-hmm. But that's very rare. Right, right. It's, that's it's not a very enough. rare, right. But, but you got them people that's own on the bubble that could go either way. Yeah. you know either way people are the ones we trying to make sure, hold on before you go the wrong way yeah let me, let me give you a couple <laughs> of routes you can consider take before you could consider that route because the kids are always looking you know kids are so worried about how they look oh, how they dress and yep. how they do but they gotta find means and ways to get it where it makes sense and it don't not make sense to do to get to the money and then we get this at least say hey here's 10 10 see right now we look at kids you got 10 doors to open when you get through a like I said, you should have 10 doors to open instead of, instead of two doors. You should have 10 doors mm, because if we give it's you. It's not
0: this or that. We, it's right. this or this if or this. or this. you, or have you thought doors, about this
1: now you can. Now you got more options in life. Huh? You should. Options should not be limited. Exposure should not be limited. Life should not be limited.
0: Well, in, you know, when we talk about things that shouldn't be limited, what I would maybe ask you is what does success look like? I know short-term success is doubling the number of participants, but Mm. what I'm also hearing you say is not just growing the work, but sustaining the work. That is what success would look like.
1: Correct, correct, correct.
0: Yeah. And yes, we'd love to have one of these in every state, but also we want to make sure that the work that you are doing can continue.
1: And when we're we're trying our best, Nicole, we are really trying to get. Like I said, I'm looking at grants every day. I'm I'm trying to find more grant writers. I'm trying to get, trying to find us some don, some donors that can really understand the, the mission and then say, Hey, our community would be better if we could do this all across the board. Right. Let's right. get the kids off these Saturday streets or these after school streets and not giving them something sustainable. That's right. That's what i am been looking for. I hate I'm not the the the, the social butterfly I need to be. Mm-hmm. But I I well from within, I keep working and we keep thinking about how we can do. I'm a veteran also. Huh. So I I I fought for the country. Well, I've been part of the fight for the Happy country as well. Happy early veterans day. Thank you. And we're just trying to see how many other ways we can connect with people like yourself that can really help us to get the word out and say, "Hey, legacy institute is worth being here so let's make it sustainable and at the same time i don't care if people mimic what we're doing as well because we can't save everybody in our right. program but we should there's be plenty of, of work to go around yes for us all to do and think about how we could change to make things better don't continue to do the same things because guess what you're only going to get the same results
0: same result same result um you have quite the legacy sir Thank you so much for being here. Um, you have a invitation to come back and talk about um, all of I the can. new programs that you have, um, and and I just am really, I'm really grateful that we were introduced because I didn't know about you, mm-hmm. and I sort of pride myself on knowing about some things, and I, I hope that people are listening who maybe have some capacity to connect you with donors with funders with opportunities to continue to make this thing happen because I, I think it's pretty incredible so thank you so much for being here can i yeah go
1: can i um tell about our website please okay thank you well our website address is legacyinstitutestl.org. institute stl.org Legacy institute, stl.org We also have a YouTube that has 15 amazing videos of our youth performing, as well as our board speaking on our behalf. And that's Legacy Institute STL. Legacy Institute STL is our YouTube. Please, please take a look at the work we're doing in the community and things we have coming up. And if you got chess players or kids from 5 to 18 that would love to be a part of this program, Please go onto our website, visit us. Also, you can call us. We got two numbers, too, 314 337 1230 314-337-1230, and our office number is 314-925-8228. These are some of the ways that you can reach out to us, and we can really want to connect with you and the public, and let's make it happen.
0: Let's make it happen. Yes. If you like what you heard today, please consider reaching out to the Legacy Institute, as was just described. And as always, if you like what you heard, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing to The Preventable. Thank you so much, sir, for being here.
1: Thank you, Nicole, and I really appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right.
0: Thanks for joining us at The Preventable, brought to you ad-free by PreventEd. PreventEd works to reduce or prevent the harms of alcohol and other drug use through education, intervention, and advocacy. Please visit their website at prevented.org. Like what you heard? Rate, review, and subscribe to stay up to date with what we are serving on The Preventable.